Well, hello there, Dr. Nicole here. I am thrilled to share something incredible with you today. Imagine having a treasure trove of informative, entertaining, and empowering video content about the journey to parenthood right at your fingertips. That's exactly what you get with Informed Pregnancy Plus. For less than 25 cents a day, you'll gain access to a vast subscription library filled with documentary films, web series, mind and body fitness programs, workshops, and courses covering fertility to parenting and everything in between. A few of my favorite titles are The Business of Being Born, Empowered Mama, Belly Dance for Birth, Ease into Sleep, The Afterbirth Plan, and The Core Connection. And here's the best part. For a limited time, you can gain full access absolutely free. Just visit informedpregnancy.tv to sign up. Get Informed Pregnancy Plus right now for your informed and empowered parenting journey, all from the comfort of your home. Visit informedpregnancy.tv. Again, that's informedpregnancy.tv. Back in the day when my girls were born, it was not easy to share photos and videos with loved ones, but you have a fantastic option available, the Family Album app. The Family Album app was created in 2015 and has operated in the long term to give parents a secure and easy way to share photos and videos with loved ones. It's a totally secure personal haven for your family's memories. I love that there's no third-party ads, no unwanted eyes. Now, let me share some of the great features that make the Family Album app a go-to app. First off, the app automatically sorts photos and videos by month, allowing you to swipe back in time and see how your child has grown. No more scrolling through endless feeds or searching through folders. Another cool feature about the Family Album app is you can order eight free photo prints every month to be delivered to your home. It's really nice to have some tangible pictures to hold onto or share to document each month of your baby's life. Plus, the Family Album app has unlimited storage and it is totally free. Yes, you heard that right. No more worrying about running out of space or being bombarded by ads when you're just trying to relive those heartwarming moments. So if you are still trying to use other messaging apps for your kids' photos, it is time to level up your family photo game with a free photo sharing app. Head over to the App Store today, search Family Album, it's all one word, download the app and start creating a legacy of love one photo at a time. Welcome to this Dr. Nicole Says episode, nothing should happen to you during your birth without your consent. Welcome to the All About Pregnancy and Birth podcast. I'm Dr. Nicole Calloway-Rankins, a board-certified OBGYN who's been in practice for nearly 15 years. I've had the privilege of helping over 1,000 babies into this world, and I'm here to help you be calm, confident, and empowered to have a beautiful pregnancy and birth. Quick note, this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for medical advice. Check out the full disclaimer at drnicolerankins.com forward slash disclaimer. Now let's get to it. 
Hello there. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is a Dr. Nicole Says episode, which is just a little short episode, 10, 15 minutes or so, where I talk about a particular topic. This one is nothing should happen to you during your birth without your consent. And as always, whether you're a new listener or returning listener, I'm so glad you're spending some of your time with me today. So what do I mean when I say that nothing should happen to you during your birth without your consent? That means before anything is done, whether that is a vaginal exam, whether that is breaking your water, whether that is doing something like an episiotomy, there is a discussion about the benefits, the risk, alternatives, and your doctor needs to receive your explicit consent before proceeding. And this sounds fancy, you know, benefits, risk alternatives, but it actually doesn't have to be super complicated and it doesn't have to necessarily be a long conversation. But when we do this, this places you at the center of your birth experience, which is exactly how it should be. Too often in our U.S. maternity system, we do things without asking for this explicit consent. And I'll say it's not that we are doing so with any malice or any bad intent. It's just something that has become customary in the way that we approach birth. People can be quite nice, but still do things without asking for your consent. A big one is vaginal exams. So what I'm going to do is I'm gonna just going to like play through a couple of scenarios to help you understand the difference of what I mean about what consent actually looks like, okay? And how we can often be nice, but not necessarily ask for consent like we should. Okay, so here's an example of coming into a birth and then going ahead with a vaginal exam without really asking for consent, okay? So something that goes like this. Hey, I'm Dr. Rankins, I'm the OB doctor on call. I'm just here to check your cervix and see what progress you've made during labor, okay? So what I need you to do is just put your ankles together and you're gonna let your legs flop out to the side, all right? And you're just gonna feel my two fingers here, feel a lot of pressure, and I'm just gonna check your cervix and we'll kind of see where things are. Unfortunately, that's often how vaginal exams are presented during labor. And let me give you an alternative of how actually it should be, okay? So it should go something more like this. Hey, I'm Dr. Rankins. I'm just checking in to see how things are going with your labor. I'm the OB doctor that's on call. If it's okay with you, I would like to do a vaginal exam and see how dilated you are to see um, what progress has been happening during labor that this just helps us to know how things are going. So then at that point, I actually wait for the person to say yes or no, it's okay to do the vaginal exam. And then if they say yes, it goes something like this. Okay, do you need to use the restroom first? It can be a little uncomfortable if you if you have to use the restroom. Then again, I wait. If they need to go to the restroom, then they can go to the restroom first and then they come back. And then it's like, okay, we talk about the exam. All right, so what you can do is put your ankles together, let your legs relax out to the side, um, if anything hurts while I'm doing this, just tell me to stop and I'll stop. You're going to feel my two fingers, lots of pressure. Is it okay if I go ahead and do the exam? 
So then right there, I ask again, is it okay to go ahead and do the exam before we proceed? And then after that, the exam happens. So can you see the difference between the two? And the first one, you, I kind of barged in, I, asked, I said, hey, I'm here to check your cervix, I'm gonna check your cervix. Um, not really offering it as an option, not really explaining anything about it, okay? Did you know that 95% of pregnant women are not getting their recommended daily intake of key omega-3s? Enter Ritual, their prenatal contains 350 milligrams of eco-friendly vegan omega-3 DHA in every serving. One of the reasons I like Ritual is that it's a female-founded B Corp, meaning they are holding themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of people and our planet. In addition to those omega-3 DHAs to support baby's brain development, Ritual also has choline and methylated folate to support baby's neural tube development. And the capsules feature a delayed release design to help make it gentle on an empty stomach. Why settle for a multivitamin you're not 100% sure about? Ritual was literally built on trust, so you know it's the real deal. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash Dr. Nicole. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women Prenatal to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash Dr. Nicole for 25% off. And then there can, the conversation can go different ways. If you decide like, for instance, know that you don't want your cervix checked, then we talk about like, okay, when would you like to have your cervix checked or how, what are your thoughts about how you want things to proceed with your labor? It opens up a possible discussion or a conversation. But again, it's not just a come in, I'm gonna check your cervix, I'm gonna do this. Another way that this kind of manifest is uh, your doctor coming in and, and saying, again, it can be in a nice and kind way, hey, I'm just here to check your cervix, break your water, help get labor started, okay? That is not consent. All right. It can be nice, but that is not a discussion. It should be, hey, I can break your water that may help get your labor started uh, or help, may help get, get your labor started or help your labor progress faster. There are some risks to breaking your water. One of the risks is um, umbilical cord prolapse where the cord drops in front of the baby's head. That's an emergency, but I wouldn't break your water unless if I thought that was going to happen. Um, also, there's a risk of having changes to the baby's heartbeat after your water breaks because the core gets compressed. And in that case, we have to do position changes and things. Sometimes we actually put water back inside in order to help with that. And then explain that it's something that's an option. It's not something that has to be done. Too often during labor and birth, we present things as they have to be done when they don't. And again, I want to be clear that it's not because we're like coming in and forceful and like saying that you have to do something or that you, because it's just, um, you know, like this demanding sort of tone. What I'm trying to say is that often this is done out of habit and just because of the way that we approach birth in the U.S., a system where you kind of do what the doctor says, we sort of tell you what to do and 
you agree with the things that we say do without necessarily being given a choice, all right? But that is not how it should be. That's not how it has to be. That's not how it is for many people, but sometimes you have to slow things down. You have to demand that things happen a different way. I have a few birth story episodes for sure where people were asked or or felt like, kind of forced to do a, a vaginal exam. In fact, a birth story episode where someone fired the doctor because they kept doing vaginal exams without necessarily asking or explaining. So again, there should be a nice um, discussion. There should be asking and you have the right to say no before any of these things happen. I will say if you decide to say no, then be prepared for a discussion about how you want to proceed from there. Okay. Now I will say that also importantly, if you do say no, like if you explicitly say no to something and then your doctor does it anyway. So if you say, no, I don't want a vaginal exam or no, I don't want you to break my water and your doctor intentionally does it, even though you say no, or if during the course of an exam, you say, stop, please stop. And they don't stop. Then that can be assault. That should be reported. Okay. That should be a discussion. We don't recognize that enough that that is not okay. Um, absolutely unacceptable that that, 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 that sort of thing happens. All right. Now, an important part of making sure nothing happens to you during your birth without your consent is educating yourself so that you know your options, so that you know what to expect, so that you can speak confidently about things during your labor and birth experience. And that is where childbirth education comes in. I will say this like forever, it is a hill I will die on. Every person having a baby, especially in the US maternal system, needs to do childbirth education. It is so, so important. Now, I, of course, have an option for childbirth education, the birth preparation course. You can check out all the details. It's completely online at drnicolerankins.com forward slash enroll. But there are a lot of options for childbirth education and you just need to find something that works for you. The most important thing is that you do it. It was really, 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 really important in terms of helping you be ready and prepared, especially in the hospital birth system. Okay, so there you have it for this Dr. Nicole Says episode. Um, do share this podcast with a friend. I would so appreciate your help reaching and serving more pregnant folks. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to me right now. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram for more great information. I'm on Instagram at Dr. Nicole Rankins. I love to hear what you think about the show. Love any suggestions for the show. So that's it for this Dr. Nicole Says episode. Do come on back next week and remember that you deserve a beautiful pregnancy and birth. Thank you.